Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Logan Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey Moore. Lukey Moore, I, before we started uh, recording the show, I um, clicked on a link on Instagram uh, for a shirt, and I bought a shirt off of Instagram. Right. That's where I've got to in my life. <laughs> uh, what, 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 is it, what was it about the shirt that you particularly liked? Is it like a, a re-up of your Scott Sellers one? Or? Not really, no. It's just a silly, it's just a, I don't know, it's just a daft little summer shirt but I was like I just thought oh that looks quite nice and I never buy myself uh, clothes really unless it's a, a funny wrestling shirt you're a novelty marketer's dream aren't you I am yeah any old tat that you put on somebody um, put a load of um, I think it was like like 1980s um, ice cream brands British ice cream band, brands on like a Hawaiian shirt I was like oh that looks, looks rather striking and I was like no you're playing into their hands. Stop this, Donaldson. They're playing that's with your, your equivalent nostalgia. Of, um, that's your, your personal equivalent of um, why aren't bin men friendly anymore, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I get pulled in every single time. But I, what we what we need to do is, remember like, remember around like the time that like B-Sky B were there? Yeah. And, and that was a golden yeah, period for me, I told well, you, because my dad stole a lot of stuff from his factory and we exactly. got Exactly, and, and like just the, that, the old brands that you used to see around there. Like, they used to be like... I think it was like WH Smith had a telecommunications connection to the digital uh you know digital television when it first got started. It was like WH Smith digital or something like that. That's how like it was proper yeah. mad for the longest time. But did you know in the, in the late 80s that Co- Coca-Cola had the telecommunications division? Uh oh well, yeah. well that would make sense. I mean that would m- well, I mean, it wouldn't make sense. Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> because they basically became like a they did a, they did a deal with like Columbia. I think it's Columbia Pictures, and right. so so it's, it's weird. I will tell you why I, I came across this. It's because I, I saw a TV. Oh, that's what it was. Do you remember the cartoon, the real Ghostbusters? Yes, I do. It was fucking wicked, right? <laughs> and it was a massive part of my childhood, or so I thought. And so I watched an episode of it on YouTube. And right. It was, yeah, it was kind of roughly as I remembered it. But as and 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 I thought, oh yeah, so I started looking into it. And you know, you get these things where you think, right, that was a massive part of my childhood, right? I cannot imagine being a kid how I was um, without that TV show, right? And then you look at it and you go, oh, I only ran for a year. Like, how is that possible? Yes. Like, how, yeah. just to me, that was on on every week for like ten years. But anyway, the real Ghostbusters, I think, only ran in the UK for a year. Anyway, I watched an episode of it. It was fun. I always used to have a real problem with the fact that Slimer was was one of the goodies in it. But anyway, that's that's separate. Mm. When I watched it, the end credits, it said like a Coca Cola production. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? They, what? So the real Ghostbusters was a Coca Cola production. So there was a load of shows mm. in the in the, between about nineteen eighty six. Yeah. 1989 or something that were produced by Coca-Cola and one of them was Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Right, and I don't even remember that to be one honest. One was well, that's one for you and Mark maybe. Yeah. Um, one was the Real Ghostbusters. One was The Price Is Right. That started out <laughs> as a Coca-Cola production. Nice. And um, yeah, there's a load of other kind of American ones. 
Um, and the, the, the other one I, I can remember off the top of my head was a Dennis, a Dennis the Menace adaptation. But well, it's just the American just, one. I just love the idea. Yeah, it must have been. I just love the idea of like that late 80s Reagan, Thatcher, financial kind of avarice period mm. where people like Coca-Cola were going, let's fucking do, let's, let's make fucking TV shows. I've we seen can Mac do it. It's brilliant. It's, it's nothing, has been, of... nothing has been a more cocaine-influenced decision than that. Uh, and <laughs> the, I the, found it quite interesting. We, on, on, on WrestleMania, our YouTube page, we've sort of um, turned a bit of a corner, um, uh, viewer-wise, um, by featuring like a lot of British wrestling. So it turns out there's a massive, like, you know, 50-year-old-plus collection of um, mainly blokes just popping on and going, nobody's talking about Rollerball Rocco from the 1980s and <laughs> on World of Sport. No, sorry, guys. And, and we watched one called... Um, Cat weasel, <laughs> a big, long, drifter-looking Jimmy Savile guy who wrestled um, for you know twenty-five years, um, something like twenty years longer than the TV show Cat Weasel was ever on. But it wasn't anything to do with the TV show, right? It had nothing to do with the show. show uh, Cat Weasel. Cat Back Weasel before IP matters. Cat Weasel was very much a show in the late sixties, early seventies, I think, where yeah, it was. a magical uh, old. Um, wizard, I think, um, is found in a forest by a young boy. It's all pretty noncy, to be honest. <laughs> and 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 got to keep secrets. Got to be secret. Got uh, can't tell can't tell everyone about the 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 magical man. And apparently, so Mark was had watched a bit of Cat Weasel to try and you know get some information about the wrestling Cat Weasel. Uh, and the and the magician uh, who basically jumped into a magical fountain um, uh, like two thousand years ago, or whatever, was um, being hunted by the local constabulary and it's never made clear why he was being hunted but he befriends a young boy and the young boy can't tell the rest of the people about it in the 70s can't tell the rest of the people because you've got to keep it secret hanging out with old men you've got to keep it a secret and, that was the <laughs> message that we had in our tv shows it always just reminds me of always just reminds me of um that i don't know if you've seen it but it kind of i think it went viral about um some some woman on facebook posting um I haven't got a TV license. Um, do you know what the chances are of me being caught? Because I haven't really got any money, and I'd love to. I still love watching like Antiques Roadshow, or whatever. Right? <laughs> it's like quite a sweet thing to yeah. post. And uh, someone replies saying something like, "Listen, Norma, the BBC couldn't find thirty-four paedophiles working in their own building for fifteen years. I think you're going to be all right with the episode <laughs> of the Antiques Roadshow." <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, fantastic. On, on, the, on the Wrestle Me thing, I know that you're doing um, the London Podcast Festival with Mark, a, li- a live show right soon. Yeah. And uh, I saw on, on um, the, the Wrestle Me Twitter feed there the other day that uh, you put in a poll out there to see which episode, mm. uh, which, which kind of wrestling you're going to focus on. And I have to say, I voted for... Um, for Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy, because for two reasons. One, because I'll listen to the live show and it'll be, I probably won't attend, but I'll listen to it and it'll be fucking funny because I loved watching Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks back in the day. Mm. Uh, and the other, and admittedly, main reason is that I know that you and Mark dress up as the, as the wrestlers <laughs> for the live show. Yeah. And I really want, I, well, let's make it quite clear. I made this very clear to Mark the other day. If he has to dress up as giant haystacks, he'll just he'll just go to his own wardrobe. Yeah, but yeah, okay. You yeah. as Big Daddy with a bald wig on and a massive leotard, that is fucking good stuff for me. Well, that. I'm starting to get the belly, you know, I can sort of run in and... What did he shout? Uh, I can't remember what he... Uh, easy? Was it, Big Daddy was easy, wasn't he? It's was a Marcus Spell of chant, wasn't it? His real name was Shirley Crabtree, and it wasn't, isn't his nephew a really 
well-respected rugby league player. Yeah, yeah, just bi- just big lads. I mean, so his brother, um, the other Crabtree, was obviously um, the person who sort of ran a lot of the company. So, oh, I think and- I think Big Daddy was a rugby league player as well, actually. Yeah, he will have been. I think he was in the horse something guards as well. Very, he got banned for briefly. being too having too much of a temper, according to the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> well, he well he sort of like he sort of killed wrestling in Britain a little bit, Big Daddy, because he just stuck around for too long. Right. And his brother was booking all the shows, and he just booked his his brother too strong, and so like it kind of all the good wrestlers went away because they're just like, well, I'm I'm tired of losing a big fucking daddy, sixty four inch chest. He can barely chest. walk. Apparently, sixty four <laughs> yes. inch chest, which apparently at the time, was a world record. Yeah, absolutely massive. Yeah, I'd love so. to see you dress up as him. Yeah, well, I, I just don't think I would really have be able to sort of pull it off. I'd have to go as... I'd write, Cat Weasel would probably be easier for me. A little sort of long Jimmy Savile kind of blow. I don't I don't actually agree that... Oh, Jimmy Savile had quite a wrestling career, to be honest. Well, no, well, nobody talked about that when he died. Or was arrested. <laughs> or was, sorry, was accused of all that stuff. Someone showed me a, someone showed me a photo yesterday mm. of... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger being presented with, I think, the Mr. Universe title, a big muscle, when he was a big muscle man, hmm. being presented the trophy by Jimmy Savile. I love it. It's good stuff. Isn't um, it? But he was I don't everywhere. actually agree with you that um, Big Daddy stuck around too long because uh, the simple fact is this: I used to watch um, Big Daddy and enjoy it in the late eighties, and I've just noticed that his wrestling debut was made in nineteen forty-six. <laughs> it's good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, that's the, that is. People have just experienced the, a war. To end all wars, and Big Daddy's coming onto the scene. Yeah. Incredible stuff, really. Yeah. So you're gonna, you're gonna, you will dress up as him, presumably, right? I'll dress up as somebody, I guess. I think there was talk of dressing up like um, I can't remember her name now, but I'd look fantastic. Oh, you want to dress up like a woman, but you want to do Alex Zane, yeah? I would, lo- I would lo- any excuse for Alex, but uh, yeah. yeah. Excuse for me, to be honest. Yeah. I, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not kind of um, laying this at Alex's door particularly because mm. I don't know this to be the case. But there is a, there was always a, tra- a trade, a trade, a trend, sorry, that used to annoy me about fancy dress parties. When, in my view, like a fancy dress party is the opportunity to send yourself up a bit, right? And right. I, I started out going to fancy dress parties when I first got invited to them as a young man, as like trying to be cool. Right. And I kind of embarrassed myself by trying to be cool. So I thought, no, actually, that's not what a fancy dress party is all about. Yeah. It's about sending yourself up. Yeah. And then I don't really like it that people use it as an opportunity to try and look sexy. I think it's a bit tragic. Yeah, massively. Uh, when you sort of go to places like uh, when they used to have those kind of like war parties. Do you remember like the war parties were quite popular for quite a while? It was like... Uh, what does that mean? Well, like it was like uh, like a Second World War kind of fucking rationing, fucking lines up the back of your leg kind of, you know, gravy browning on your leg business. Do you remember? It was like... And, and the blokes would dress like fucking pilots. And and yeah, they would, they would tragically just try and like dress all good looking and sexy and stuff like that. Is it just is it just the same kind of genre as people who try and pretend they're in the Peaky Blinders? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like dressing in a nice, uh, you know, a nice three. Why can't you just get involved and do and use every opportunity to be um, part of the steampunk scene like you do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why not? Why not get those little glasses you put on a on a big um, on a big hat? <laughs> Goggles. 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 Goggles on like a that. big hat. Goggles on a big hat. That's all you need. Really. It's going to be the name of your. Uh, it's going to be the title of your autobiography. <laughs> um, we had a few um, people get in touch since I mentioned that Northern Ireland thing on Thursday, by the mm. way. And I, I should probably point out that um, there is a series on the BBC at the moment called Once Upon a Time in Northern Ireland, five-part series. I know you won't watch it, but it is, it is brilliant. It's absolutely mm. amazing. It's basically a story told 
through the eyes of people who experienced it right so you know that kind of um that trend in documentaries now that the last dance started where they get people to watch ipads and react to stuff yeah it does a bit of that obviously speaks to people from different sides of the divide and people like who are you know who it literally has people who are you know families were victims of terrorism people who are reformed terrorists people who spent time in prison and released under the good friday agreement mm. all these different things I, I, it's kind of like a spiritual successor to patrick radden keith's um say nothing which i think is a fucking brilliant book and well recommended as well i think i've mentioned it on here before um, but the reason i mentioned on thursday about um bobby sands is basically I just finished watching it um it's the one thing I've been able to watch in like my half asleep state and actually get through yeah. uh, because it's just so compelling. And I do think the BBC gets a lot of stick for a lot of different things. And, I, and sometimes I think it's justified, but I do think those types of documentaries, I don't really think there's anyone else who does it. I mean, possibly obviously Ken Burns is probably the only one who does it any better than that. Mm. Like, do, you, do you understand what I mean? If you, if you, if you saw a documentary about a, a, a subject you're particularly interested in, and then happened to see that it was on Channel 5, would you still watch it? Because <laughs> you wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, well, there, there was an advert for a Channel 5 BBC, sort of drama um, that, that was on, like, it was running on radio station that I was listening to. And you do sort of go, who is watching that? Because like, it, it sounded like something you'd see on IT, even ITV or BBC, but it just went, it, it, it had two of the actors talking um, in, in, in the TV show. And it was on, and it said, on Channel 5 I was like I didn't even realise Channel 5 do like their own original stuff and, and I'd be like I just wouldn't trust them to, to get it no. right I think I think I think of them as doing really quite surface level documentaries about exploitative subjects and uh, movies yeah and I'm sure I've done I've I've done a couple of you know football's best moments or something. it's no D-Max is it it's no D-Max it's no D-Max it's no D-Max that was one of the things that we tried to do when we were away um, I'd put when we were going for dinner and we'd put um, Sammy in his crate stuck D-Max on because every now and again you lay me going Ice Road Truckers is up next <laughs> what, what a um, what an egotistical story that's <laughs> not egotistical I just thought when... my voice might might know that I'm still around but when I wasn't <laughs> that's not a, that's not a that's not a long term policy for parenting a dog no no uh, well, my voice might appear on TV at some point so that'd be fine the way that we're, the way that uh, well I didn't want to upset with the Luca Pete show could have put a Luca Pete show could on done. couldn't I could have done, could yeah, have done. Um, those talking head shows that you've done in the past about football's wackiest moments and stuff mm. I know that I'm pretty sure I know what the answer's going to be to this are you are you embarrassed by them uh no <laughs> I thought that might be the case. Why would I be? No, I just I just wondered if because it, it, it's uh, the best it I, got for me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I I I I very rarely got asked to do anything that that kind of stuff. But I do, I do. I know you're going to say that I'm just fucking talking shit about this. I actually watched Soccer Aid the other day and really enjoyed it. But it's it's, it's generally speaking, I, I those panel watch, shows, can, those talking head shows. I see them come on telly, and my heart just fucking sinks. I just don't think you see many sort of um, of those TV shows anymore. But it the, the setup, you'd sort of turn up, and they'd sort of go right. This, these are the clips you, we want you to talk about, and you would very much prepare gags, lines, you know, little things you've sort of come up with and stuff because you want to do a good job for the two hundred quid they pay you uh, and less. And um, and then when you set up, they sort of go, uh, "All right, okay, talk us through the um, talk us through the, the 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 goal, or talk us through the event, talk us through Paolo Di Canio pushing over the referee, talk us through the video game Tetris," and and they'll just make you 
describe what happens really and they don't want you to deviate from it they don't want you to tell gags they don't want you to be funny or perform they just want you literally to sort of go and then paul durkin did this it was just like it's just so shit absolute shite why are you doing it then i don't know well telly in it you get to be on telly and then people go i've seen you on this thing is that that the main reason yeah of course do you think it's good i I, I don't think anything's good you've met me before (laughs) haven't you I don't think this is good. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. You're not getting paid 200 quid for this, you fucker. <laughs> if you Unless. are, I want, I want words. But I just wondered, <laughs> I just wondered, is there any, these days it's probably different, but is there anything where you got an email today where someone said, oh, do you want to come and do this reality show or this panel show or this talking yeah, head show? Yeah, definitely. You You're would right do it. laugh. Yeah, it's a piece of piss, isn't it? You just dick about for a bit and then you go on. Yeah. Get your, get your COVID test. <laughs> I'm thinking about the last time I did one. I think, it was very I think COVID testy. I think you're um, you're just this is, this is the best way to be because you're just like yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm not, cool, don't yeah. think about it too much. Just get on with it. Whereas I'm a lot more kind of existential about it. I'm like, I, well, I, I don't. Does think, this represent me? I don't think Alice Hemingway would have done this. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> being arrogant. No, I'm just saying that's it's outrageously arrogant. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. It's uh-huh. like I, I get in my own head about it, and you and you um and you are just far more just like yeah, whatever. I'll do. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. So finally, I, I also would just, just like to say, I, I watched, as I said, I, I watched um, Soccer Raid and I thought it was good. I've been quite snobby about it in the past. I'm not generally that snobby about TV, generally speaking. Like, I just don't, There's a couple of things I don't really like, but Soccer I Raid I've always turned love, over because I never watch ITV, but I, I actually quite like it. I love watching um, people who aren't footballers play football. I, like, Doesn't it really I, show I, you how good footballers are? Yeah, it really does. It, like they, walk, they run funny, they can't yeah. kick a ball. And, and these are celebrities who can kind of play a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? They can play pretty good at it. And even the ones you don't expect, they just come out of nowhere and they're just fucking, wow. Like, that's why I watch um, Soccer AM, the, the the football stuff. I love watching Jimmy Bullard doing drills. I love watching um, yeah. celebrities try and get top bins. I love all of that. Um, it, it, it just really excites me for some reason. That's Soccer your Gordon Ed. Ramsay's kitchen nightmares, isn't it? It is, it is. It's really, it's, it's really fun and really snackable. And uh, and I just very much enjoy... Remember when like, Usain Bolt, I think I said it on the Ramble, you and Usain Bolt came out and um, he was going to be a... You know, he wanted to be a footballer. And I was like, wow! I mean, of course he's going to be the best footballer ever lived. He's the fastest man alive. Turns out, it's not all about running around, is it? He's absolutely well, no, atrocious at football. He scored, he scored a beauty in soccer, right? He did score. He and the thing score. about that was, it, that was... Off the last a, defender, was he? What a surprise. Yeah, that just happened over <laughs> and over again. I felt so sorry for that rapper, Bugsy Malone, who was basically, do you want to do soccer, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do soccer, right? That sounds really good. And You're good up against my profile. Be fun. You're marking Usain Bolt. i uh, what? <laughs> he basically pulled a hamstring after about half an hour. Nice. Uh, and and the thing, <laughs> thing is, and you totally understand why, when, if you watch the replay of Usain Bolt's goal, yeah, right, Bugsy Malone is running as hard as anyone <laughs> has ever run, right? <laughs> no one has ever done more effort in anything than him. And Bolt is just fucking 36-year-old, slightly overweight Usain Bolt is jogging. Like, he's, like, looking around. It's like a walk in the park. Oh, and God, he's just going away that. from him. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. How, and I actually really enjoyed that. I thought it was good fun. Obviously, it's for a good cause and all the rest of it as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, generally speaking, I, um, I I tend to not watch ITV. I'm quite I'm quite um, phobic of ITV. Are you, are you going to be one of those um, families that refuse to have, have the three button on the on the telly like those those certain kids growing up who, who they could only watch BBC 
<laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We, we were kind of quite rationed on TV when we were kids. Oh, really? Just generally. Yeah, yeah I wasn't allowed a TV in my room. Is that why you can older. get, get piled through so much of it now? You're like um, Johnny Five in Short Circuit, just wanting input. Yeah, I, I, I need it. I, you, you seem to think I've got some kind of incredible capacity for. You just media. seem to be across a lot of stuff, and I never. I just. I, because I'm someone who would easily watch three hours of YouTube rather than sit down and watch the best film ever made, a Scorsese mm. or something. Like, mm. I would rather just sit around. It's, it's when, like, it's, it's stuff like. Um, Dramatic stuff is always it, the the difference between like dramatic um, podcasts, like scripted podcasts, yeah. versus um, like a quite a snackable kind of documentary or kind of lifestyley yeah. kind of magazine show. Like yeah. people will watch, will listen to like five hours of of magazine-y stuff, but anything scripted, there's got a bit of craft to it. Like they, they, I don't know, they're less in, they're less wanting to get into because they feel like it's more of an investment to get yeah. into. It's the same amount of time. But it's, it's psychological, I do, isn't it? Psychologically, like I feel like I can't get into something, but I can watch a man put a mechanical keyboard on a ZX81 for three hours, like yeah. properly. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. Well, weird. I, I find the same with Mimi and I have this discussion. She'll she'll be like, I'll say, "There's a great film out now on Sky Movies. Do you want to watch it?" Oh, I don't know. I can't really commit to a movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she'll watch like sixteen hours of Ninety Day Fiance. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird what what, you, what your brain. So your brain I does. I um I don't tend to read much fiction. Mm. But I do watch, I suppose, a fair amount of drama and stuff. And but to be honest, like the last, obviously, since the baby came along, that's a lot. I, I think you know, without sounding too fucking pretentious, the last four weeks is the longest I've gone without reading a single thing. Yeah, like, I haven't yeah. read, a, I haven't read a, a single page of a book since he's been born. So it's going to be a challenge going forward, just because you're so tired all the time. And then what takes priority is the family. And then after that, the next priority is work. And yeah. then only after that. Do you get a chance to do something that you want to do, and that's just not happening at the moment? We took um, we took uh, River to the Lambeth Ca- uh, Lambeth Country Show. Oh, my mates love that because they all live in that area and they they, they absolutely bomb that that country. It was show. um, it was so hot though; it was like thirty degrees, right? And um, obviously, when babies are really young, they can't have sun cream or anything on, so you have to be really careful. You have to keep them covered up the whole time, and yeah. They get a bit hot. It's not good, and so it was a little bit obviously more stressful than it would have been. But it was still kind of cool. It's a cool thing. I tell you what, like this particular part of London, Lambeth Council, they're actually pretty good at all this stuff. Like, yeah. that's a free fucking festival, mm. and it was massive, and it's full of stuff happening. It's culturally really interesting. There's loads of artists playing, loads of stalls, loads of great food, loads of activities for kids. A full farm there. There was, and it was completely free. Yeah, and they I do remember, it every I remember, year. I remember going one time, and there was um, there's a lot of John Lewis action. John Lewis was very involved. Oh, I didn't see John Lewis um, mm. this year. Maybe yeah. they've uh, taken a step back. <laughs> Sacked it off. Um, um, did Did you have any artisanal uh, coffee? I don't drink coffee, do I? Oh, I mean, you could have a little. I mean, so hang on, you're getting through fatherhood drinking tea. I don't like Good coffee. God, just get yourself a make my big life sweet worse latte. by doing something I don't like. You can have different flavours of stuff. Um, I only say it because I've just spotted um, a set, four bags of different uh, blends of coffee, um, sponsored, uh, not sponsored, but, you know, like um, in the same way Craft Ale, they don't simply care about IP. Uh, the coffee um, uh, dickheads have come up with a, uh, basically a Beatles-themed um, coffee, and they've got four different brands, and they've got four different Beatles on them, and they've got four different names. Would you like to speculate as to what the coffee pun is? Can you give me? Can you give me the first one as an example, and I'll try and guess the other three. Love, love me, bro. 
Oh, okay. So songs, not not the actual people. Yeah, songs. Love, love me, brew. Think about big Beatles songs. Big old Beatles okay. songs. Okay. Okay. I, I really want to do something here. I really want to do myself justice here. Yeah. He's looking um, at Beatles songs. <laughs> I can see him. His eyes. I'm trying. I'm trying to remind myself of Beatles song titles. Yeah. Um. Brilliant. Give I love this. One. Fatherhood has meant that Luke Peachshaw is literally, I'm going to inhabit oh, the shit. job that Luke used to inhabit, where Luke goes, what, what is this? I can't again? get Ellen the Rigby out of my head. Ellen the Rigby. I love the songs. I can't get a, garden. What is wrong with you? I can't get a part. Uh, what about, um, <laughs> oh, something about Yellow Submarine? Yellow uh, Sub, 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 um, uh, some sandwich would make, go well with a coffee. I don't know. So, yeah, I've got a really annoying tick whenever Mimi and I watch MasterChef, um, where they always, whenever they make a curry, they always they always do a cooling cucumber writer with it. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I always cucumber sing to Mimi. Cucumber writer. And it's a really hot curry, so I'm going to need a cucumber writer. Cucumber writer. <laughs> uh, but tell me the coffees. Go for it. Hair brewed. Oh, that's shit. That is fucking shit. It's not the best thing to come up with. Let it bean. Yeah. With with a little help from my blend. That is Absolute fucking shit. They are shit. terrible choices. They're awful, aren't they? Absolutely really terrible. Bad. And and if nothing else, this is um, it's just good that Paul McCartney's announced that there's going to be a new Beatles song coming out soon. I know. Finished with by, AI um, or whatever. Yeah, I, I saw. I sent that to a friend of mine. Do you know my friend Duncan? Yes. He's a, a massive Beatles guy. Like right. he's like fro- he, so he's the editor of a of a music magazine as a mm. job. So he's like proper about it, serious about it. And I sent that to him, and it seemed like a really interesting idea. Um, but to be honest, mate, I'm still trying to think of um, coffee puns around the Beatles. So <laughs> did you did you say they did she loves brew or not? Uh, there's a lot. Of the, uh, no, love love me brew hair brew. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah, brew seems to be quite useful in, in the coffee space. I to think be what they've done here is they've decided to do this and they've just said, what we'll do is we'll just name them after Beatles songs and we'll do puns. And yeah. they've realised towards the end of the process, it's actually really hard. Yeah. And they Help. can't think of any good ones. I need some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darling, I'd love a coffee. Just stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. Rubbish. Are you, you going to make a purchase or not? Uh, no, I'm not because I, I, I don't buy loose coffee. I bought this horrible vanilla blend uh the you know like american um coffee there's always some vanilla french vanilla in there somewhere and uh i, I, I bought yeah. some that you uh that you put in a cup and and, and mix up and uh yeah just atrocious absolutely atrocious most disgusting thing i've ever tasted in my life absolutely the, foul the, the ballad of john and yo joe what a cup of joe yeah joe is coffee isn't it i thought it was job no it's, <laughs> no, it's joe isn't it j-o-e joe Joe. Morning, Joe. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. Job. All right. <laughs> oh, there's a cup of job. <laughs> job? Yeah, a cup of job. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. Where's that come from? I don't bloody know. Right, we've got to take an ad break. Uh, oh, like, shit, we haven't even taken an ad break. No, we'll take an ad break. We'll take an ad break and we'll come back with some uh, with some emails. Because we're running out, we need some more emails. Sure. No. Hello at lookingpicture.com. No, baby, yes. Baby, you can drive my char. That's tea, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's tea. That's uh, Japanese word for tea. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back with Luke and Pete Shaw. We've got some emails for you. I'm going to kick things off, Luke, with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles-related email, if that's all right. I feel brine. What? Fine. (laughs) I I feel fine. Yeah. Get back in the cupboard. Yeah, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Um... Um, right. Okay. Hang fire. Yeah. Uh, good morning, both. This is from Alan. I've been a listener since the days of Luca Pete Summer. You asked on Thursday for acts of pedantry, and I've got one that I was very guilty of for a number of years. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should be called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Tortoises. As far as I was yeah. aware, turtles lived in the ocean and had fin like appendages near their head, while tortoises are land dwellers and therefore have feet. The 80s comic book characters have therefore been misclassified. I once made this comment whilst at the Sea Life Centre with my niece and nephew, to which one of the staff members told me that all tortoises are in fact turtles and that I've been wrong for many years. I'll leave that for you to decide who is the bigger pedant between me and the aforementioned staff member. Love the show. Thank you for hours of entertainment. Alan, now, I... Um, uh, didn't pre-read that email, as I don't pre-read a lot of things that I read out. Uh, hello, adverts. Uh, I, um, yeah, I'm completely at sea, uh, either right, as a so tortoise or I a I could probably shed here. some light. Yeah. Although I was only half listening because I couldn't get my brain to get past Beatles coffee puns. Okay. Um, but hopefully I'll, I'll listen to shit. We'll be able to get in touch with some and make our lives, our lives easier. Yeah. So Americans do tend to call any kind of type of tortoise or that type of animal hmm. um, I don't know what I don't know what the latin name for it would be what is it is it a um turtles maximus a test they're called testudinae apparently right um any type of that kind of animal americans will call a turtle <laughs> right okay so but, like for but you, but but in the same way that i get upset by people miss um you know uh, misannouncing misannouncing <laughs> um uh, apes and stuff it's exactly it's, the same it's principle, incorrect, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's incorrect, though, isn't it? Like, what's your what's your beef with the apes again? Like, what's it if they've got a tail? It's a chimp or something, just, is it? Yeah, just it's a, what what people say are monkeys are usually chimps. Yeah, right. So, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But the point I'm making is, it's an American brand, so it's a, it's it's not like it's come from a Japanese you know cartoon or something. It's American, yeah, yeah. and they call every type of tortoise a turtle. So, what's the point? What's his point? Well, I mean, I guess I mean, and I mean, the point is that he was being a pedant. In the same way that I'm a pedant about the the chimps, and then he was out pedanted by um, a, a person at the zoo. Which it all sounds mad. <laughs> it all sounds absolutely insane. 
Have you seen that? Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before. It's right up your street. Have you seen that Netflix documentary series, Chimp Empire? No, where they are—they have wars and stuff, don't they, chimps? Yeah, it's they're really very, fucking good. They're very weird. It's like it's the, it's the only documentary about chimps I've seen that properly explores the social dynamics in a really detailed way. I mean, fuck knows how they filmed it. I have no idea how mm. they did it. It's like in the middle of like the Ugandan rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have like they follow really intimately like loads of different chimps, and they follow all their different dynamics. And obviously, it's a very complicated social structure. Um, they must have so many like behavioural experts to be able to discern what's going on. But it's it's, it's narrated by Mahashala Ali, so it's, it's it's a really it's a really good um really good series. And it, for someone like you, Pete, it's right up your street, mate. Yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm still waiting for the Netflix documentary about Longboy, who apparently um, is missing, presumed dead. They've, they've, they've sort of had a really sad news. Had to their break services the way, uh, about Longboy at, at a University of York. Um, uh, uh, well, just a duck uh, that uh, became a star of social media um, on and, and was a star of the show for quite a while. A really long, tall duck called Longboy. <laughs> Um, it's believed to have died. They, they're yet well, to find the body. Barry, let's see, like Bin Laden. Um, he's, he's not been found. He's miss. He's been. If a duck goes, he was missing quite long as well, three... wasn't he? Uh, Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Yeah, he was long boy. Tall, wasn't he? Even long boy. How tall was Bin Laden? I think he might have been like six foot four. Yeah, he was absolutely massive. Eva, Eva Longboria, Boyeria. Eva Longboria. <laughs> he was yeah. six foot four. Yeah, um, that's tall, isn't it? For 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 you know to be the, that. Terroristy and and that no and that um and that tall like like I can't imagine there's many taller terrorists if you know what I mean. Yeah, he must be the tallest terrorist. He's got to be the tallest terrorist. And he also he a lived tall to tale quite, about a tall terrorist. He like he lived to quite an age as well, which means he probably would have started to have those problems you fear for me, like neck problems. And yeah, back and all the well, rest. You of it. That's probably why he's so angry. Yeah, <laughs> probably why he perpetrated the the attacks. It's just, just, just um, but listen, human. Go- Going back to the Osama bin Laden of the duck world, which I think is yeah. unfair. To yeah, boy, that True. I mean, we've not committed any atrocities that we know of. We've never seen him in the Bora Bora, Tora Tora. Which ones are the caves? Tora Bora, the Tora Bora. I got him. I got it right, sort of. The Half Bora right. Tora. But but is Bora Bora like somewhere nice? Isn't yeah, Bora Bora like holiday in... destinations? French right, Polynesia, okay. isn't it? Yeah, good. Nice. That's just the thing about. That. Like, let me just make this point about Longboy, and I'll come on to Bora Bora. Right? <laughs> if you're a duck. <laughs> And you've been missing for three months. You're dead. Yeah. I mean, three months is just too long a period. What do you mean? As in, like, what? I'm, I'm confused. What? If you're a duck, and you've been missing for three months, what? Yeah. What's your point? My point is that ducks live for about five years in total. Right. Yeah. So he's oh, probably so dead. He's a duck. No one fucking duck, knows. Yeah. But I want to see the body. Yeah, we we need to see a body so that so that the uh, the duck parents can have closure. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just um, sort of declare. You know, it's like fucking. You know, it's like. What about the rest of the duck Manic Street preachers? Who, how, what are they going to do? <laughs> they need closure so they can do their album. If this was a good show, I would do a coffee pun on the Manic Street preachers now as a callback. Well, I want I'll, people to know that I thought about doing that, but I'm not talented enough to do right. it. All right. Well, I'm going to round up the show with the best uh, Beatles pun that could possibly be related to coffee. I'm only sleeping. Well, not anymore because you got a cup of coffee. Goodbye, everyone. This has been terrible. the Look at Show for another Monday. We'll be back on uh, Thursday for more of this. Uh, if you'd like to get into Motorcycle please... empty cup. Hello at LookingPeteShow.com <laughs> to uh, get in touch. Um, God against the soul. Uh, uh, one Bible. <laughs> Generation terrorists. No, I've got nothing. They're just album titles for crying out loud. Yeah. 
This is my cup. Tell me no. Uh, God, <laughs> this, is <awful. laughs> this is my brew. Tell me yours. This is my brew. Tell me yours. Yeah. Revolve. Someone worked absolute radio for a long time. Four stone seven pounds of coffee. <laughs> white America that drank is... coffee for one day. It's whole. World yes, well, his, his arse would fall apart. Right, all right, let's get let's get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday. Hello to pitcho.com. Do send us an email, and we'll be back then. Ta-ta! Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.